Okay, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for coming, everyone. So, a little bit late, always on Thursday mornings. We're learning Le'elui Nishmat Elisheva Sara Bad Ze'ev Eliezer this morning. And unfortunately, I don't have the rest. I don't have the other sheet on me. Of the, I think it's an old, no, that's an old one. I'll, I'll get it, I'll get it. Baruch Hashem, we have many opportunities to keep on learning. And it could be. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. So... We have, I, I just, the, the, we have such, such an important thing to get to today and have to be done by 10, so let's basically Hashem try to focus. This is a, obviously coming to Shiratayam, there's always so much, I get so overwhelmed from Motzei Shabbos uh, bow. Because I know that this year, I always say, okay, this year I'm going to learn all of his Torahs on B'Shalach. I'm going to learn all of that Torah on Shiratayam. I'm going to learn all of that Sadiq's Torahs on, on the crossing of the sea. Uh, leaving Egypt, Miriam Hanaviyah, Parsha Taman, Milchemet Amalek. There's so much in this Parsha. There's so much in this Parsha. But I, I haven't gotten past, I'm embarrassed to say, I haven't gotten past uh, Rishon this whole week, meaning in, in learning different things, I haven't even gotten past Rishon. Haven't even gotten to the water yet. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So, but I have to. I mean, I mean we need to. we got to live with the Aliyah every single day. And this. We have a big Simcha here this Shabbos and so much going on, so we should, we should feel like we have all the time in the world to learn as much as, as much as we really, our heart desires. And if our heart doesn't desire to learn, we should daven that our heart should desire to learn more and more. So the piece that you have in front of you is a wonderful piece from Rebetzadok HaKoyim. And this, we try to you know, edit it and condense it to, the, to, to a manner in which that, you know, we, can, we can learn it and understand because remember, he's, he's so big, he's so, so huge, Reb Tzadok. There's so much going on, and we're going to try to bring it down to, to our Lashon. So we'll do the best that we can, and let's see, let's see what he says over here. What he's going to address, just at the level of Agdama, is something very, uh, very interesting. When it says that we left Mitzrayim, we had a whole shear on this this week. Thank you. We had a whole shear on this this week, on six different reasons why the first word of the parsha is a sad word. Vayehi. And it says, En vayehi ela l'shon The Gemara in Masachet Megillah says that when something, vahaya is simcha, vahaya kitavo ela aretz, vahaya ekev tishmeun, but vayehi, like vayehi bimeach hashverosh, and uh, come on, so think about the first vayehi right now. What's one of the first vayehi? There's a lot, of sh- a lot of chubas on that as well. So it doesn't always work every single time. But quite often, most of the time, and the Gemara speaks about this, Vayihi usually means mashu atzuv. Vayihi. Well, that's the thing, that it, it doesn't necessarily even mean that. Because it either means, and it was, or and it will be. Right? Vayahi is a tricky word. Vahaya is also. Haya means was, and it also means will be. Now, what's, what's amazing about these things that you're, you're talking about the letters of Hashem's name also, Yudke and Vavke, it's like, there's a lot of different things going on over here. I'm working right now on, uh, on a long piece on Parshat Kitavo, where there it's Vahaya Kitavo La'aretz, but the, letter, the, the order of the letters of Hashem is not Yudke Vavke, it's Vavhei, and then Yud, uh, how is it? Yes. Vav Yud, Hey Yud. Whatever, not to get us too confused, but the bottom line of what I brought this up right now is because 
How could it be that it was sad? We, we finally left Mitzrayim. Vayihi? Come on, give me a vehaya. Vehaya v'shalach paro. I don't know, I, I think I sent it out. I don't, I don't know how many of you heard it. But there were six different mahalachim to understand why, that, why the first word of the parsha is vayihi. We're going we're gonna to touch upon one of them today for us to understand a beautiful, beautiful yesod that Reb Tzadik says like this. So he's going. He's starting over here on the pasuk v'chamushim alu bnei Yisrael meretz mitzrayim. Then when we left Egypt, chamushim, chamushim. Literal translation is armed with weapons. And the chamu. Remember, you, you don't get asked this when you go into. A, unfortunately, still you're going to be at probably women less, right? At chamusha, but at chamush is a question. We're always asked: Are you armed? Are you armed with the weapon? So the, the, the pshat is when we left, when we, when we got out of Egypt, chamushim, we were armed. What does the Midrash tell us about this? Chamushim. What number does this sound like? Chamishit. Some say only a fifth came out of Egypt. Some say a fiftieth. We, we, we don't really understand these things. Reb Tzadok is going to explain what it means to walk out armed from Egypt what it really means to walk out armed from Mitzrayim. Mikodem amar gimel pamim bilashon ha'am. The parsha opens up, referring to Am Yisrael three different times as an am. Now what's an am? A nation. It seems like it, like a people, a nation. What are the three times we're referred to as am? Vayhi b'shalach paro et ha'am. Then, pen yinachem ha'am. And then, Vayaseh Elokim et ha'am. But then, he changes it. Then the Torah changes it. To what? When is it, when is it start talking that we became now Bnei Yisrael? It's a beautiful... Hmm? Where else does it say the language of Bnei Yisrael in our parsha? We left... Beyad Rama, we left with an up, you know, like upright, like kind of like the that word we were talking about in Sunday's shir about komemiyot, So it shifts from being an am into being bnei Israel. That shift takes place in our parsha. Most people think that it takes place next week when we get the Torah, but it actually began to take place in our parsha. Meaning that what it really means to change from an am. Becoming Bnei Israel, and of course, a lot of this is semantics. But if the Torah is making a clear change here, that means something happened, something monumental shifted, something changed in the beginning of our parsha. What that change is, we're going to see something mamish beautiful. No, no, it's not the first time. It's not the first time, but it's the first time that you see. Am, 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 and then, no, and then now, it's, it's Bnei Yisrael's coming out here. I, I, I'm, I, I don't want to say it's the first, I don't think it's the first time. I don't remember right now. Oh, because of his name? Because of his name? Because he becomes Yisrael? But that could be a reference to just his children. Bnei Yisrael is, you know, bigger. You know, it's much, much bigger. Here, Daber Bnei Yisrael, this is, it's, also, one more time over here in our parsha, it says, Now, we're, you know, 
We're running. They're running after us. Now tell Bnei Yisrael, now they can handle this. Tell them to make a U-turn, to go backwards. Remember, Ve'idaber Bnei Yisrael, Ve'yashuvu, go back now, Ve'lifnei Piachirot, go up to this place called Piachirot. So it seems like once we became, once we had, once we became Bnei Yisrael, we were able to handle a lot more. We were able to, it was almost this graduation into something. So what, what that graduation is, is what Reb Tzodok is going to be addressing over here. But we first have to understand still the distinction between an Am and Bnei Yisrael. This is very important. Hainu. Ma b'shalach paro et ha'am, when paro sent the Am, one of the reasons why we said in the Shia that it was so sad, it was because she'ashiluach haya be'eskem paro. It seems that one of the reasons why the Torah says Vayihi is because when Paro sent us out, some of us were like, oh, wow, Paro sent us out and not. <laughs> right? Oh, my God, thank God the UN. Right? <laughs> thank God the UN agreed for us to be able to live here. And not, you know, this is the Rebbe planning. So, Vayihi B'Shach Paro, like, Ah, oh, you're missing the point, right? But he says, "Hashiluach haya beheskem paro," that the sending out was like Paro was okay with this when he, you know, he sent he sent us out. And then it says afterwards, That means alu me'atzmam. Now this wasn't Paro sending this out; this was us. Then further, v'chen ketuv achakach uvnei Yisrael yotzim beyad rama. She meaning the puzzle, the parsha begins with like Nebuch slaves that were uh, it was agreed for them to leave and be sent out. But as we go along, there's this Indian of like Mapitom. is not You see the difference, right? It's not the same story. It's not the same people. Something shifted, something changed, something massive changed. Now, Vainyani says like this. What, 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 what happened exactly? This is a beautiful thing. Vainyan besefer or zarua, ita. Dileshon am haaretz, when someone's called an am haaretz, it's not exactly a nice thing you call somebody, right? But when you say someone's an am haaretz, what, what are you basically saying about them? What's that? Us. Uh, yes, like, like, very, very not ignorant. Very dumb. Huh? Uh, not necessarily. That's like a kofar. Ama aretz is just like you just you know nothing. Yeah. Huh? Uh, no, 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 no. That's like a a a geshmak a kofar apikores maybe. You know, like someone once said, like someone was taking pride in apikores. And then one Rav came to me and says, do you know what kind of a Talmud Chacham you have to be in order to be an Apikairus, right? Amaretz, you don't have to be a Amaretz, not only do you not have to be a Talmud Chacham, if you are a Talmud Chacham, you can't be an Amaretz. Acher was what? What was he? So what would he fall under? Was he a Kofir? It's a it's a big it's a big 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 question. It's a big question that that basically forms the whole world of Kotzk and Ishbitz. Also, it's a very hard 
because he wasn't on the art. No, he was a Talmud Chacham. I wish I knew in three of my Gilgulim in this world what he knew in a week. Nachon. Amaaretz is someone that is there's like nothing really happening there. Okay, they don't know. They don't really know. They have potential to know a lot, like every person. But he's an Amaaretz. He doesn't know anything. So he says. Okay, now gechalim omemot. What are gech, what's a gechal? Charcoal. What's omem? Means an un uh, un like what's the right word like unshaken un un uh, I guess unlit charcoal. I guess I mean it's it's like you know when you when you're trying to do a medura and you see the charcoals are burning. But until you come and start to, you know, what's called a naf-naf, right? Lenaf-naf. Until you start to, I don't know what these right words are in English anymore. <laughs> to fan it. Yeah, I guess until you fan it, um, it's nothing. It's just there. It's what a waste. Yeah, what a waste of potential. It's like, if you just fan this thing, this thing's going to go up and, bla- you know, bla- but you're letting it sit there. So he says, and the Alter Rebbe says this in Shai Yichud as well. He gives the same mushroom. He says that really an am without the Torah is like gechalim omemot. It's just like, what potential, but the, but there's no fanning, right? So whenever you're called an am, it means, yeah, there's, you're, you, you are some of a people, but what's, what's, a, what's, what's waking you up? What's causing you to be the people that you should be? And as long as we were, so now you could see already what's happening over here. Who did Paro send out? The Am, the Gechalim Omemot. Paro, well, who did Paro know? Think about this. Who, who, did, who was Paro exposed to? In terms, not talking about Hashem, but the people. What kind of people did he see? He saw Gechalim Omemot. Maybe once in a while he saw something that. Maybe he's, you know, he met Moshe and Aaron. He knew there was potential there. <clears throat> he knew Moshe pretty well. Right for many years, but who did he see? Who did he come in contact with? As an as a people, he saw an am. He didn't see Bnei Israel. So the Rav Tzadok ends over here. He says, "Eshenikra ken milashon gechalim omemot she'en bahem or Torah." Just like with charcoals that are lit, but they're not. Nothing's really happening to them. Am Israel without the light of the Torah has very little to work with. And now we answer a very good question. How could it be that Am Yisrael fell so low to all these levels of Tuma and Mitzrayim? Well, Ribbon I'm going to put the question right back at you. What did you give us? What did you give us? What did we have to work with? What did we have to work with? Nachon? In Egypt. It says we reached such low levels. What did we have to work with? Let's talk, let's, let's think it out, let's think about it. What did we have to work with? For us, what we have to work with is a mitzvah. We worked, we were able to maintain a certain level of zehut, of identity, because of a shorish of emuna that was planted within us by our zedas, meseder. But of course, that's not, that wasn't enough, for, that wasn't enough for, for our charcoals, for our fire to be lit. It was enough for us to, to crack when we were in pain, but it wasn't enough for us to hold on to anything, or to become, you know, to become something. Is one called embers? Is that a good one? The embers? Uh, 
I don't, I don't know. And the embers are still burning. They're still oh, so hot. Still burning. They're yeah. So, oh man, this is not lit. The fire is inside, or is it dead charcoal? I mean, there's either fire in the or That's why I want to know. It seems here. Now that you're saying it, more that it's there and it hasn't been lit yet. She'en behem or Torah. That's because the end of what he says. They haven't been activated yet. They have not met. It seems to be more accurate, yeah. Uh-huh. Or I was thinking they haven't met Rabbi Riskin yet because it says here. She'en behem or Torah. I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah. We get the that's exactly what I said. Yeah, so then why would it change to Bnei Yisrael? Ah, that's, that's, why would it say, why would it say Bnei Yisrael? But they did get something. What did they get? And? Korban Pesach. This is, this is exactly the point of this year. Very good. So have you're a very observant Jew. Mamash. <laughs> Let's see how he develops this. Vehine. Eser makot. Kvar hayan. Nagofle Mitzrayim verapol Yisrael. We went through this whole balaga. Let's, let's just repeat it again. There were ten makot. There was Am Yisrael. Every time that the Mitzrim had, had this makah, we were talking about it in Shabbos, last Shabbos, Am Yisrael tasted it, but it really was a refuah. It brought us a healing. This happened every time. <coughs> and Reb Tzodek says, based on this farm, that every time that the Yidin went, that the, the Mitzrim went through pain, and then we went through something, there was a birur of amidah. There was a clarification, there was a sifting through, there was a clarity of a certain midah that needed to be extracted in, out into the world from Tumah to Kedusha. That's why there were, the world was created in ten utterances. That's why there's aseret hadibrot. That's why there are aseret makot. And that's why essentially there are ten midot. So this is basically what Rav Tzadok is saying, is that every single time there was a makat of the Mitzrim, not just, what does it mean that it was refuah for Am Yisrael? It means that there was a, a, a midah, a certain one of the sfirot that were extracted out from the, from the kochot of tum'ah, from the powers of impurity. We extracted it, and we put it into our possession. Like the Chazal explained, the whole reason we went down to Mitzrayim was to elevate and lift sparks. This is how it would happen through each makkah. So again, Every time, dam, whatever was going on through the Maka of dam, there was something was extracted from the koach, we're talking about spiritual energies, and then placed into holy energy. That's how it went with each Maka. Vehine. He says, Ad makat choshech lo huskar or Yisrael. But the word light was not mentioned by Am Yisrael yet until the makah of choshech. A certain type of a refining, a certain type of elevating sparks took place till the makah of choshech. But from makah, the last two makot, choshech and bechorot, it's already coming out of a shell, even more of a shell. There's a new word. <coughs> even a newer, a more powerful level of this inyan of taking midah from there and putting it into Kedusha. Why? Because by the Makkah of Choshech, we have the word light that shows up for the first time regarding Am Yisrael. Do you remember where it shows up? 
in the Makav Choshech. It says, three days Lora u ishet achiv, right, during the Makav Choshech. And then it says, u livnei Yisrael haya or b'moshvotam. And then Yidin had light. And we already spoke about it last week. It didn't mean physical light. It meant something much deeper, whatever spiritual light means. But we know, when when, when the Torah mentions light, it's always a reference to the Torah. Okay. Till the eighth, till the ninth Makkah, no mention of light. Vehainu. Uh, sorry, you see, Lowskar Orbi Israel, Rakma Makat Choshech, third line in this paragraph. Ktivu, Lechol Bene Israel Haya Or, Vehainu. Bemakazo, Zachu Israel, Leor Torah. Veaz, right afterwards, Nitan Lahem, Parshat Achodesh Azelachem. When did they get? This is amazing. The Torah mentions the word light, and then what happens to them? They, they start to get light. The light. The first mitzvah, Parashat Sachodesh, Shezachu Likdushat Sihara Knesset Yisrael, Benitan Lahem Parashat. It should be Hachodesh over here. It says the Torah, Umitzvah Pesach and Korban Pesach. It was only after the Torah mentioned something shifted in the ninth Makkah. Something shifted, and we became people that are now have something that they could hold on to to get out because now they're starting to taste light. Is it, is it clear so far? Up until now, yeah? Is there any questions? So far, so good? So, are you, uh, do you mind uh, either lowering it or I'm so, I'm so sorry, just I guess by me, yeah. It's just like, I'm so happy it works and yet. Okay. Yeah, repeat the question. I'm sorry. I, Also said the quarter only left. That's also a. Tamidrash, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what that. So was it time for them also to do that separation? Yeah. It was. Not, but it's still a very good question, what you're saying. Like, how could it mean? Like, if we got already a Torah, if we had like some kind of connection out to Torah and to mitzvahs, how could there be anyone that would be now not part of the. It's a good question. Yecholiot. Yeah, it's actually six days. It says three days that was just darkness, and then three days that this was happening, of this uh, biru. So it could be maybe the first three days. Yeah, but it's a great question. Remember, Erev Rav also were trying to come out with us. Some of, some of them, unfortunately, that's one of the reasons why also by Yehi, right? It's like oh, because it says Vagam Erev Rav Alaitam. So maybe there was this Erev Rav. By the way, is not Amaretz. Erev Rav is. Uh, a, a bad, bad boy, bad girl. No, just boys. Just only boys. <laughs> bad boys. Mamish, a bad boy. Yeah, I'm saying erev rav. Yeah, no, I'm saying no. That's what some of the, some of the three days they say they were trying to do afchana between who's coming. In, yeah, who's gonna who's gonna try to sneak in to join Am Yisrael or not? But it's still it's a it's a good china. It's a good china. What you're saying. Okay. You know, when you speak of Amaretz, yeah. when I was growing up in school and somebody 
I don't know, said something wrong. The teachers would say, you're an Amhaz. Yeah. Which is a terrible... Yeah, we did good. Good? No. Disgusting. I'm being, Disgusting. I'm being... I'm being as cynical as I can. Yeah. Isn't it horrible for rabbis to call a child, you're an Amhaz? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't... I, I think times have changed. <laughs> I hope so. I think... It was when yeah. I was a little girl sometimes. Yeah, no, no, no. I know times have changed... Literally, because you're not a little girl anymore, but also I think that, I, I do think that, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to do truva in this. I think that the chinuch system actually is a little bit better. Oh, for sure. Again, nothing close yet to what, what we need, but, but still. Uh, I think today, if like a student, if it was called an ama'aretz, in, in, at least in the schools we send our children to, that, that we would have that, that, that teacher out of there, no? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know what, I think that it was just a, I don't even think they knew what an I'm an artist, but I think it was just a saying, you know, I am an artist, you know, you don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. It's like a guy could be mamish excelling on every bechina, but he's a little bit of a shovav, oh, you're an I'm an artist. And so a chacham would say, no, no, Rabbi, wrong, uh, wrong terminology. Russia, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> okay, so let's, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hashem was speaking all along, and Avraham Avinu heard him. Okay, and he gave Avraham Avinu what to do. Hashem is still speaking all along, and once there was light, this was what they heard. Mm -hmm. In other words, this was mm -hmm. always mm -hmm. new ad to Am Yisrael, but they had to have developed in order to get the light, yeah. in order to hear that this is, in fact, the first mitzvah for the Am. Right. Does that make any sense? So, so what's the question? Hashem was saying it all along. The mitzvahs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that he was always saying these two mitzvahs? Yeah. Not the way the Torah records it for us. I mean, it's a, what you're because saying is a beautiful the, drush, but... the drush of, of Avraham Avinu. The drush of Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu, Avraham Avinu wasn't giving Parsha Sachodesh or Korban Pesach. No, he was giving Mila. He was given the mitzvah of Mila. He was given... And the idea that there's only one Hashem. He kind of... I don't know if he was given... That's the beauty of it, is that he kind of... He drew that down, yeah. He's the one that you know, drew that down, but... It's a, it's a beautiful drush that like Hashem was always saying, but the Torah only records it over right. here, that Hashem, a, chronologically speaking, only by this makkah. I mean, beautiful question, but it's a question on Josh, not on Pshat. Right. Right? Okay. Ve'az, look at the next paragraph. Ve'az nikru klal Yisrael b'shem b'nei Yisrael. The shift, even in last parsha, begins to happen by meaning what we're called as b'nei Yisrael already last Shabbos. So to answer your question, Adina, no, it's starting. It starts to be already last Shabbos. When after we got the first mitzvah. After we got the first mitzvah, we are, are, are uh, called out to as more Bnei Yisrael and less Am. And we'll try to understand then why is the Lashon of Am still schlepping into this Pasha. Okay? So again, the Azni Kruklal Yisrael Bishem Bnei Yisrael. Al Shum Ki Sarita Im Elokim. Sorry. Sarita Melokim is when Avram Avinu is, uh, when, when Yaakov Avinu is given the, the name Yisrael, he says, ah, you, you wrestled, you wrestled with God, meaning, Perush, she yuchlu lenatzeach hayetze. 
now that you have some Torah, Torah is the only thing that can really enable a person to overcome their evil inclinations. Now that you have mitzvahs, now there's almost, Hashem is saying, now there's no more excuses to be so, so affected by the Tumah of Mitzrayim. Up until now, I couldn't really get mad at you. Because it's so funny, we talk about, we, 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 we reach such low levels of Tumah. Well, if that's the case, then why didn't Hashem take out His wrath on us? Well, that's because well, Hashem knew we had nothing to hold on to. We didn't have anything that could, that could really you know, combat the, the Yetzer Hara. We didn't have anything. But now that we had something, these two mitzvahs, now you're called Yisrael ki sarita imanashim, sarita imelokim imanashim atuchal. Now that you have some light of the Torah, you have weapons, you are armed. Now, v'chamushim, now we understand, v'chamushim alu b'nei Yisrael me'et mitzrayim. You came out armed with the light of the Torah. Now you could do it. When does this begin to happen? Already last Shabbos. So our question is still in its place. Then why is Vahi Bishalach Paro Ta'am? Why not just Paro is referring to the Am, but also Vayasavelokim uh, Ta'am? But even Hashem is like, uh, what are you, an Am or are you Bnei Israel? Which one are you? Hashem is asking them, right? I'll give a little bit of context. Is this. Yeah, I'll give a little bit of context. The chronology of the story of leaving Mitzrayim is very, very bizarre. When we left Bachatziah Laila, we left, it was like, when do we know? How many days after that did Shirat Hayam happen? Seven, because of Shvi Shilpeh, right? The seven, seven days later, right? But what happened after three days? This is a crazy thing. Hashem says, okay, listen, Moshe Rabbeinu, you got to do something really weird now. I, I, I mentioned at the beginning of the year. Start going back. That's the, that's the pshat. It's not like I'm not giving you a drushim. That's the pshat. The word vayashuvu means to return, right? They're leaving. They're leaving. They're leaving. I wish we had a map for this. They're leaving. They're leaving. Then Hashem says, okay, now turn back. Because Hashem knew, Hashem knew that we have it in us now to fight any Yetzer, to look in the eye of the beast and say, are you kidding me? You can't touch me. Now, why do we have that now? Because we have, we have these two mitzvahs. We have the or of the Torah now, that puts that, that, that enables us to look at the eye of the of the storm, and be like, you got nothing on me. But Hashem wanted Hashem knew that we had it. But Hashem wanted to make sure that we knew that we had it. And the only way that we could know that we had this weapon with us really, is if we what's that? Is that we face them again? Why does it say go back? Hashem says take one more look. Take one more look at these people. Take one more look at who you, what you look like when you're in front of them and understand you're a different person. I gave you two mitzvahs. I gave you the light of the Torah. Now you can even go back towards the oppressor who oppressed you for so long, but you're made out of something else. And that's why the Torah tells us, V'yashuvu v'yachanu lifnei piachirot. Go back there. And they did. Which is real cherut, which which actually really is cherut, exactly. Cherut is not just that person's not oppressing me anymore; it's that this person can't oppress me anymore. That's the shift from am to bnei Yisrael. As an am, 
I was experiencing a lot of miracles. Makot were coming down. These people weren't oppressing me anymore, right? But by the last two makot, the or of the Torah is a, is a completely different thing. Now, what did Paro think? Paro only knew an am. Now, how come he didn't know the, the, the Bnei Israel? Well, because during Makat Choshech, he couldn't see anyone in Am Israel. And during Makat Bechoros, where was Paro? He was a Bechor. He was running for his life. So he was very, even though he, you know, that's a whole story, why he, why he was the only Bechor in Mitzrayim that wasn't killed. But he never really saw this pe- these people either. So one of the Midrashim was saying that Hashem really, the, the Hashem wanted to stick it to Paro so much that he wanted Am Yisrael to go back so that Paro sees you have nothing over these people anymore. Mamash kacha. These are Bnei Yisrael. Now the Gechalim, the charcoal, is lit. With what? With two mitzvahs. Now it's lit. And, and Malasot. Now it's Bnei Yisrael. Paro, you have no shayachut. To an Am, maybe you did. Some kind of governance. But to a Bnei Yisrael, and the Chaklum. So Hashem knew, Hashem wanted us to know this, and Hashem wanted Paro to know this. And now we understand why we start going backwards in the beginning of this parasha. V'chen b'maka, we're in the second line on the fourth to bottom paragraph. V'chen b'maka asirit, k'sheyatsu Yisrael meklipa asirit, v'nichasru dikdusha, az nikru b'ni b'choli Yisrael. V'neged shtei midot elu nikru b'shem Yisrael. V'mikol makom, b'shar chet amidot, until, again, until the maka of choshech, afshenit bareru bahem, yes, there was a lot of clarifications and elevation of sparks, mikol makom, lo he'iru lehem b'bchinat or afachar yitziat mitzrayim. The aspect of light wasn't really happening to them yet. Ba'al ken k'tiv, v'ayi b'shalach parot ha'am, in Paro's eyes, Paro said to them, you're still an Am. And maybe, as long as we thought that it was Paro that sent us out, our charcoals weren't burning. And that's why the sending out here is named after Paro. Because even though we got the last, we got in the last parsha these two mitzvahs, it's almost like we still didn't really activate it yet, even though we had the, whatever you call it, the, the fight, we had the uh, match, we had the, we had the tool, we had the match, we had we, maybe if, if the gas, whatever it is, we had all this, but we were still under the impression that we're in an am. So, even in the beginning of our parsha, it seems, Shemore paro. Ah, Hashem says, I gave you the Torah, I gave you two mitzvahs, you're still not using it? Okay. Then there's no point of me taking you out of Egypt even. Therefore, I'm going to turn you around. Because Hashem is telling them, there's no point of all these miracles in taking you out of Mitzrayim and even giving you the ten makot and within by the eighth makkah, between the eighth and ninth makkah, to also get two mitzvahs, there's still no point to all of this until you strike the match. There's no point to it. Until, become, until we become an active partner. <coughs> with 
For what? What do I need this? Like, what is this for? It's to become a shutaf. It's to become an active partner with me. Yeah? Right, Kimu the Kiblu, right there, Nachon. It's almost like this is like Purim in a sense, where it's like... Here, where we are here. Yeah, meaning it's... We're we're taking an active part, and we're accepting Hashem. It's almost like out of order, or it just changed... It's out of order, but it's almost like Hashem is... Hashem is forcing us to take an active part by sending us backwards. Right? We We did. We did. It's interesting. You don't see any, like, uh, it's it's very interesting because you don't see, like, this havgana, this, like, you know, demonstration in the Torah when Hashem says to them, okay, now go backwards. And they don't start saying, no, we won't. Mm -hmm. They do. (laughs) So there's a Kabbalah there. There is some kind of a Kabbalah happening with it. One of the reasons that it's called, it says Vayihi is because we say Nitna Rosh Ben Ashuvah Mitzrayim. It's like, because we left, but maybe we were okay with leaving. But it, but the way Reb Tzadok is, Kilu, Danotam Nekav Schut, is that he's saying over here, no, they, they went back because they realized that the whole purpose of Hashem taking us out of Egypt was to give us the Torah. And we already started to get the Torah in Mitzrayim. But 80%. That's just a drush. I, I want to stick to. I just want to stick to the pshat. So therefore, therefore, like this, what we were saying. So if we go back to Mitzrayim, sorry. Hashem is saying to us over here, I want you to basically begin to taste the reason why I went through all of this anyway. Now, how do we know that that's the truth? Is because when we finally get the Torah. How does Hashem, what are Hashem's opening remarks? What's the opening remark of the Seret Adibrot? Asher. Asher Otsitich HaMeretz Mitzrayim Mi Beit Avadim. Exactly. Exactly. That's Hashem's opening remark. He's like, I know like last Shabbos was Vahib Shalach Paro, but you have to understand, I... I the reason why I pull you out of there and why I started to give you a taste of this is so that you eventually come here. And in fact, when you look at the story of the burning bush, Moshe Rabbeinu has the question also, it's like, why are you choosing me? What's the purpose of all this? And Hashem tells them, you'll see, it's, it's to get to this mountain. It's to get to a place where now you, have, now you get really armed with weapons that you can change the whole world with. Holy weapons, peaceful weapons that you can change the whole world with. But that already started happening in Parashat Bo. But again, in B'Shalach, Paro's like, I don't know about that people, B'nai Yisrael, this is an Am. And then Hashem says, do you want him to still, do you still want to be referred to as an Am, which means unlit charcoals? Or do you finally trust me enough that after all the miracles, I also gave you the the manual. Just strike the match, just yalla, just do it. And it's just a little bit of a taste of what's, what, you, what, what you're going to get to in seven weeks. Right? Ha'asinai. V'achar kach, second to bottom line, V'achar kach k'tiv v'chamushim alu b'nei Yisrael. So now once they realize what they had, V'chamushim alu b'nei Yisrael. Now they're armed. With what? With the light of Torah. K'mosh katuv, M'medjash Rabbah, She'alu mezuyanim. They were armed with weapons. 
וכן כתוב אחר כך, ובני ישראל יוצאים ביד רמה. Then, now, when he left with the light of the Torah, I leave like this. I don't leave like a nebuch. I leave with a charcoal that's lit. יוצאים ביד רמה, שיצאו בתקיפות. They left with conviction. Why? כיוון שכבר האיר בהם אור תורה. Because now, the light of the Torah is activated. Two mitzvahs are now playing a role in their life. And now already it's a completely different people. נכון, it's an am to Bnei Yisrael. הלוואי, we should also be zolche. To believe באמונה שלמה that Hashem doesn't just want to make miracles for us where we... Nothing really changes by us, but rather, you know, that we also, whatever Mitzrayim it is, it's the or of the Torah that allows me to leave any, any Mitzrayim in the world. The light of the Torah, the light of the Vekas, the light of feeling so close to the Mitzvahs, the light of feeling so close to the Word of God. Ki'en yiratzon v'nomar amen.